Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here today to talk to you about some of the miracle stories that are happening right here in our own city, in our own state, every day. My name is Tony Kosha, and the title of our show is Tony's 50,000 Coincidence Miracles. Please note, uh, this show is not about religion, and we're not trying to change anyone's religion, and we're not trying to get you to join any religion. Uh, it's just about miracle stories. I don't know of any religion on the planet that doesn't talk about miracles. Uh, that's why religions begin, because they have something that's telling them there's really a God. But we're not going to get into that. We're going to just talk about miracles and leave the decisions about all that up to you. So we don't care what religion you are. Uh, we just want to talk about miracles. Uh, if you are an atheist, uh, I, I think you'll enjoy the program as well, although I can't guarantee you'll remain an atheist very long after you hear uh, many, many convincing stories, uh, coincidence kinds of stories about miracles. Uh, you can email me your own stories if you wish. Um, we'll try to use all we can on the show. I can't guarantee we will, depending on volume and time. But you're welcome to send your stories on to us, and we will mention them when we can. Or you can send them to the following email address. Um, uh, but please notice that if we do use your story, we won't mention your name. We'll keep you anonymous. And we suggest that in your story, when you send it to us, don't use your correct name. That way anyone listening will not be able to figure out that it was you that sent the story in. Uh, the email address you can send your stories to uh, is very easy to remember. It consists of two words and three numbers. The first word is Tony, spelled T-O-N-Y. And the second word is and, spelled A-N-D. And the numbers are 777. So once again, the name is Tony and 777 at AOL.com. Well, let us begin. This is week number 56, and I was inspired uh, when I was preparing for this uh, week's talk. I was inspired to go to the Bible and open it at random, and many of you know from past uh, stories that many people do that. Open the Bible at random and see where your eyes land, and look for that to be an inspiration from God as some direction. Uh, thousands of people have done this over thousands of years now, so it's not uncommon. And it works really well for me. I'm delighted with what happens. And in this particular case, what happened was I carefully put my fingers on where to open the Bible. You know, the Bible was totally closed. And carefully hoping that God would guide my, my uh, thumbnails to the right pages. And when I opened the Bible... Uh, it opened to two blank pages, totally blank, except there was one word. Uh, it was at the section of the Bible where uh, the writings of the prophets are in the Old Testament. And there was only one word there. It was prophets. Uh, and so I was really blessed with that because those of you who know about our books, uh, the purpose of our books is to help people realize that we can all talk to God and we can all hear God um, and we just need to do that. We need to talk to God, ask him what to do and then do what he tells us. That's the whole mission of the two books and it's really the mission of these radio shows as well. We don't preach religions here on the radio but uh, on this particular show we don't anyway. 
but what we do preach is to help people realize that God wants very much to be talking to everyone and God very much wants all of us to be prophets. So this was a real wonderful kickoff uh, for, the, for this week's recording because, um, as you know, the Jews certainly had prophets guiding them. There's many books in the Bible written by prophets like Jeremiah and Isaiah and Ezekiel, etc. cetera. Uh, so the Bible is filled with prophets telling us what God wanted us to do. Um, and in the Christian tradition, uh, we are baptized as priests, prophets, and kings because in the Christian tradition, Jesus tells his followers that he's going to send the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is going to teach us all things. So the Holy Spirit is talking to Christians, teaching us all things through our ministers, through the churches, through the Bible, through inspirations, through ideas. But it's all the Holy Spirit working through all of these avenues uh, to teach us. And so likewise in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was speaking through the prophets. And so this is a great kickoff for this week's radio show uh, to, to remind everybody what we're about, what our books are about, and uh, and to remind everybody that God very much wants to be having discussions with us. Uh, there's a famous quotation in the Bible in the book of Jeremiah in the Old Testament, Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 35. God actually says to people what you should be doing. He's telling people what you should be doing is asking your neighbor what did God tell you about this or that? And God is doing this in the Bible, trying to show people that he expects us uh, to be telling each other what God is telling us. It shouldn't be so uncommon. It should be very common, actually. And as I say, Christians, um, you know, we are outgrowths of the Jewish faith. Uh, the foundation for the Christian Bible is the Old Testament, the Jewish Bible. Um, and, and Jesus was a Jew, so uh, Christians are an outgrowth and an extension and a continuation of the Jewish faith. Uh, and Christians believe that Jesus is the Messiah. So uh, Jews and Christians together believe in many, many of the same things, um, even in the issue of the Jews are uh, expecting and looking for the Messiah, and Christians are saying that they have found the Messiah, but uh, you know there are a lot of common grounds for us, and millions of people, millions of Christians and Jews can agree on a lot of things about God. So this was a great kickoff uh, to start this week, and the next story I'd like to talk about uh, is another one. If you know about our books, uh, in both of our books, there's a picture of a marble slab. It's in the last, you'll find it on the last three or four pages in both books. There's a picture of a marble slab. And those of you who know and have seen marble, I assume everybody has seen marble slabs. Uh, marble slabs have grain work in them. Um, and the grain work uh, is produced by the stone being formed in mountains over thousands and thousands of years. You know, trees are dying and rivers are passing by and mud is solidifying. And so marble is formed over thousands of years by nature dying and raining and all kinds of rot and stuff. So there's a picture of a marble slab that we have in the book um, that uh, shows a picture, uh, a picture of 
a Christian uh, biblical story of Mary and Joseph and Jesus uh, traveling to, to Egypt to get away from Herod, who was trying to kill all the children during a massacre at the time. So it's that famous story of uh, the escape into Egypt. Mary and Joseph are taking Jesus. It's a beautiful marble slab, and the picture is remarkable. So uh, one day, uh, this goes back several years ago, but I, I had a friend of mine who heard about the marble slab story even before we wrote the books, and he asked me about it, and he was fascinated by it. So we decided to take an hour-and-a-half drive from where I was living at the time, and we drove for an hour-and-a-half to the church uh, in Connecticut uh, where this marble slab is, actually inside of a church in Connecticut. <coughs> It's in a Catholic church, and I don't reveal the name of it because we don't want people going in there in the middle of the night and tearing the marble out of there, as some people might do. So anyway, uh, I decided that we had the time. Uh, we both had the time on a certain day, so we decided to take this trip. It's an hour and a half trip, and as we got to, we got there, uh, we got to the driveway of the church and had my left signal on to take a left turn to go into the driveway. Uh, the the friend of mine who was sitting in the passenger seat said, gee, Tony, uh, it's too bad. We almost made it, Tony, because the car in front of us has a license plate number 776, and we're only off by one number, Tony. It's, it's such a shame. All this distance would have been great if we had a license plate 777. But while he was telling me that, uh, I happened to look in the rearview mirror, and I saw in back of me a car pulling up behind me, and uh, its license plate was 777. So here we were sandwiched between between two cars. The car in front of me was license plate 776, and the license plate behind me was 777. And there was a traffic delay there. There was a traffic jam of sorts. And so we lingered long enough so I could tell my friend, the passenger, to, to watch when I pulled away from the car behind us because the car behind us indeed, in fact, had a license plate 777 right here at the driveway. So the significance of this story is that, you know, God had inspired us to drive an hour and a half. Uh, he inspired us to get to the driveway after an hour and a half. And my passenger is inspired to tell us and to notice. He happened to look down and see the license plate. All of these things are nudges and promptings and inspirations from God, right? And so that's the point I'm trying to make. God is working within us, and uh, the gift of prophecy, prophecy that you know, I opened up with a minute ago, uh, is God trying to inspire us. And the word inspired is two words. God is sending his spirit into us. That's what an inspiration is. And here, after an hour and a half, uh, he inspires my passenger to see the 776. He inspires me to be looking in the rearview mirror at that moment and seeing the three sevens and all of this is God's work with us, within us, among us uh, and if we don't pay attention these things happen and we don't notice God at all during our day and so the fact that I opened the Bible at random and got the word prophecy to start this radio show I'm trying to stress here right up front that God is working within us and among us and we both, my friend and I, treasured that all the way back home. We talked about the magnificence of God and being able to do such things like this within 
humankind. You know, you drive an hour and a half, and he has two cars arrive at the driveway, two cars with these license plates. So I thought you would enjoy that as a, a beginning for this show this week. And as explained in prior weeks, uh, the number 777 is called God's number, just as the number 666 is called the devil's number. So authors and uh, even in, in scriptures, they mention the number 666 as being the devil's number. So historically, the number 777 has been known as God's number, reflecting his power, his permission, his, his authority, and his presence. This reminds me of a, another story on a different day. Um, I went shopping, and when I got to the uh, parking lot, parked my car, and a woman pulled in right alongside me, and it was a brand-new car, and uh, I noticed her license plate. It looked like it was brand-new, but her license plate number was 666. So when she got out of the car, I asked her, I said, did you order that specially, or did it just happen coincidentally when you went to pick up your license plate? Well, she got uh, blushed, and uh, she was terrified, and I thought she was going to start crying. She, she went on to a long story about how horrified she was that her husband had gotten the license plate plate on the prior day, late that day as motor vehicle was closing, and uh, she found out about it late, the, the, just the day before we were meeting, and she was horrified, and so I was able to give her a lot of peace, because I've, I've been doing this for many years, telling people about the meaning of numbers, and our books covered as well, so I explained to her very carefully, you know, there are... Uh, um, P.O. boxes that have three sixes. There are street addresses because the, the town assigned numbers and there happens to be a thousand houses on a road. Somebody's going to get the number 666. Well, needless to say, she was very happy that we met. It was very coincidental. So it's another coincidence miracle that God had me arrive at that right moment as she was pulling in. And that's how God works with coincidence miracles. Okay, God bless you all, and I will talk to you all next week. I hope you enjoyed uh, today's uh, recordings. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.